Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Drive Lounge. I'm Ty. I'm joined by my buddy Drew. What up, what up? And OG Ghost. How you guys doing? Um, so, how was your uh, 4th of July? Well, let's see what happened. On the 4th, I went to my sister's house and um, my brother-in-law barbecued, mm-hmm. had some burgers and stuff. Nice. But what was even more interesting was their neighbors um, had karaoke and fireworks in their yard. So basically, <laughs> I was just kind of looking over and seeing what was going on over there and seeing Hotel California about 10 times over. So Out, Outside the window? Outside the window. Hotel <laughs> California! Yeah, so that was kind of exciting. But what about you? That's cool. I just kept it low key. Spent it with uh, family and uh, watched some fireworks, uh, barbecued a little bit. Um, but I feel, I, you know what? I kind of like as I get older and like Fourth of July, you know, goes by. Like I feel like I'm getting more and more like an old man. Like fireworks will go off at night, and I'm just like, man, keep it down. Like it's over. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> you yeah. mean at eight thirty? Eight thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! It's too loud. <laughs> Try to sleep. Damn kids! What about you, OG? What'd you do? <laughs> Kept it pretty calm. Just went to a local Fourth of July barbecue, and that's about it. Nice, it nice. Weird on a Thursday. Yeah, on a Thursday, it throws off the whole week because you're like, do I go to work on Friday or do yeah, I not? It's one of those like overlapping things. To me, Friday kind of felt like a Monday, which is weird because I work from home, so I don't even know what Monday feels like anymore. So it's it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how it felt like for anyway. I'm going to the office, but yeah, no, I I feel you. Those are. Always weird days, like by this, like end of December, January, the New Year's time. You kind of like, well, do I have to go back for those few days? It's like, what's the point? Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um. So what's going on? What's yeah. going on this week? Well, so this uh, week's episode, we're gonna be talking about the Bentley Continental GT, um, so called the fastest production car. Mm. Uh, the Toyota GR Super Sport. We talked about this a little bit last week. But we're gonna dive into it. It's supposed to be a million dollar plus JDM hypercar. Um, the new GT4, is it gonna be as good as the old one? Uh, we have a new segment where we're gonna do a new topic every week. This week we're gonna talk about turbos and Ty's gonna tell you about turbos in 60 seconds or less. I am? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man. And, um, Hooked on Phonics worked for me. <laughs> the Lexus LC and how it failed. And uh, lastly, upcoming events. So uh, let's dive into it. Upcoming events, what's going on? What? Everybody's planning um, Monterey Car Week. I think that's the next big one, huh? Man, that's, yeah. that's, that's next month. Where's the time going, dude? Yeah, it's coming up. So that is happening on the second week of August, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So where are you guys staying? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> I, I mean, I, everyone's I, mean I know I have a place. I just don't know I have a place. If that makes any sense. It's like everyone's looking for financing on where they can stay. <laughs> okay, if I put a thousand down, how much can I pay by the end of Monterey? Right? It's um, like a, a day. It's like you call Motel Six. It's like, hello, I'm looking for a room for um, the middle of uh, August, and they're like, yeah, yeah it's twelve hundred dollars a night, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. I need a I need a twin mattress, <laughs> and can the room fit ten people? <laughs> Like, that's Monterey in a nutshell, dude. Every media guy does the, goes through the same thing. Exactly. Now, you show up, and you're just like, no, it's just for me. And yeah. in the back end, there's all these people rushing in. <laughs> well, that's what happens when it's like $600 a night, dude. It's crazy. It's super expensive. That even Yeah, even the cheaper 
hotels are insane. Yeah. Insane. Well, do you know uh, any insight on what kind of cars are going to be there? Any concept cars? What's going to be an option? Oh, man. Some big ticket stuff. What are you thinking? I'm sure Bugatti's going to bring that uh, one of one. What is it? The uh, Noir. The French. Some French word. <laughs> Noir. Have you seen that one? Is it uh, Geneva Motor Show? I have not. Is it black? Yeah. It's black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would have known. I think, it, I, think it, I think it's like... The Noir Bugatti or something? The Black Bugatti is what Le, it turns out. The Tour Noir. The Tour Noir. Something. Anyhow, yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably going to be there. Um, that looks pretty cool. Bugatti typically has a pretty good setup. Um, There's going to be some crazy cars getting auctioned. F40s, I saw. That's all I need um, By that, the way, I got to say this uh, Bugatti, that looks pretty damn good. Let me see it? I yeah. I got to say, that looks badass. Those rotiforms? Is GG. <laughs> I gotta say, is Bugatti releasing a car like every few years now? I feel like there's there's a lot coming out. I think like versions, but I don't not, not every year. Mm. I think recently with the Chiron, they have like a Chiron Sport, and then they have uh, was there another? There's another version or something. Uh, the Devo, and then they have this one. So they're like variations of the Chiron, but yeah. Well, I mean, dude, that looks dope. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of crazy cars getting auctioned. What was the oldest uh, Porsche, Porsche? Oldest in the surviving? Surviving, Porsche. yeah, 1936. Wow. The uh, was it the something 64 type something. type 64 yeah. type 64. Wow. Yep, Hitler's original car. Oh, it was. That's no. Hitler. <laughs> 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 Damn. Well, I'm pretty sure that's gonna go for a nice, pretty penny. What do we know about that? Like, is it a flat six and stuff or? No, I think it's a four. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty old. Wow. It has like those um, wheel covers. Have you seen those? No, oh no, no, I haven't. Oh, it's it looks like uh like the Honda Insight. Yeah, <laughs> the wheel that's covers. where that's where they got her from. <laughs> yeah, from 1936. Like, oh, let's get it from that old Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> so innovative. Um, what else is happening in Monterey? Normally, um, some of the more exciting stuff is like. Uh. The exotics, maybe? Yeah. On, on the coil's going to be interesting. Um, I know, like I said last time, Pagani, uh, we're going to have some good stuff going on that I, you have to go to see. Um, and then, I think BMW is going to be bringing the, the Mate. What the, is that? The M8. That's oh, what I call ooh, it. The, the Mate. The M8. Oh, the M8. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that being tested at the Nürburgring. Yeah. I think that's going to be... That's most likely going to be there for sure. So I actually kind of want to see that up close in person. So, who, what kind of person buys an M eight? It's kind of curious. Like a business professional. I think it's like who likes most. I think it's like the guy who's almost a VP, but then also drinks his martini shake and nuts dirt. <laughs> so I think it's kind of like, you know, in between. Wanting to be James Bond and not. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. All right. I'm, I'm sure it's going to have like 800 up. horses, I'm assuming. Every car has like 800 horses it's, now. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Probably crazy expensive too. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a car I'm not interested in, so. Moving <laughs> <laughs> <Load> on. <laughs> what else we got? All right. So that's uh, upcoming events. We'll see you guys in Monterey. And next, we're going to get into the garage talk. Uh, let's get into this new Bentley Continental GT. Um, supposedly competed at Pikes Peak. 
in a time of 10 minutes and 18 seconds, average Damn. speed of 70 miles per hour, and uh, was a full 8.4 seconds ahead of the previous record. That's pretty quick, guys, for, yeah. for Bentley, and uh, they're calling themselves the fastest production car. Well, well, I think if you have a good driver behind it, I know Reese has had you know Reese years of like, experience. Yeah, he's I mean, he's Pike's so. Peak master, so putting him behind the wheel for sure it helps a lot. Uh, That's stock twenty nineteen. So I thought I thought I remember seeing photos that made it look like it was tricked out, but according to this, it was stock. So stock tires, for, production except for, tires, except for safety equipment, it was stock. Except for the you know. Full road roll cage and yeah, yeah. gutted interior. And... <laughs> wow, so that's how we're defining stock now, huh? Okay. Safety, it's safety. Safety, got it. All right, well, there you go, man. Well, you yeah. got a badass driver and a car with a ton of power, and I guess you can do cool things. So, um, how about this uh, Toyota GR Super Sport? Well, I think the funny thing about the Japanese is that we already know that they're never going to ever release a production car that costs a million dollars. Just it's not in their ethos for like, just. Oh, I think they. I think they'll do it, but I just don't think anybody will buy it. <laughs> well, I think that too. It'll but be the I wrong just, market. I mean, because you know, we were kind of talking about the last high-end JDM car that was sold, which was probably the LFA, right. that sold for about four hundred thirty thousand dollars. But when they were Way first released, they were they were leases only, right? I don't think you, you were uh, able to buy them. I don't remember. And then I think they were like, not rich kind enough of, like, to maybe... even get that info, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's the reason why like Paris Hilton got one because she got an LFA. Yeah. No wonder. They, they no wonder nobody it. bought it after that. <laughs> Damn it, dude! I want an LFA, man. They look really good. They do. I just feel like if and they, they released, they, they sound amazing. I feel like if they just up the production on them and lower the price to one twenty five. Sold tons of them because at that price point, people that can afford that are already looking at other cars Lambo, Ferrari, exactly. McLaren, whatever. And people who spend at that level are just buying cars mainly for status most of the time. You know, mm -hmm. they might not be true enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. So we know at one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, you might got you might get some guys who are going to lease it. In about five years, you get all the rice boys that come out and, and trick them out. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's what a, it would have been. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I don't know, man. This hypercar, it's, I think the design-wise, we saw it last time, you know, kind of had that Mustang, you know. It was way too, like, race car. It, like, it didn't look like an actual production car. Maybe that was just their idea to start with. Like, okay, let's take it from this car and make a hypercar. I feel like it, the design wasn't very fluid because from the side to the back to the front, it looked like some it's confusing. somebody else designed it. Mm. So... Yeah, so we we're, this is already going to be a hard pass, I think, for most of us. Yeah. All right, how about this new uh, 718 GT4? So it's supposed to have a 4-liter flat 6, no turbos. Um, you know, they're kind of following the GT3 engine setup. And uh, instead of putting a 4-banger with two turbos, it's a 4-liter it's a with no turbos. Um, it's looking about 100 grand, just like the last one. What do you guys think? It's going to be any good? Hmm... Well, my biggest I issue is know. my biggest issue is like they, I want to know if they they confronted the issue with the shock towers because those were falling apart. Oh, for real? People were taking their cars to the track; they were breaking at the tower. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> you go to the track and you're like something something's making it worse. That's out. comforting. And you pop it, and you're like, wow, wow, oh, my, my car split in half. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. Well, it's now worth fifty thousand. <laughs> 
it's, uh, so I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of issues with that card. That um, that um, you know, for me, the the Cayman the GT4 falls a little flat in design. Also, um, last time I kind of said that it kind of looks like a big busted Asian chick with no ass. <laughs> so that's wasn't that in their brochure? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's the reason why a lot of white guys love that card. So. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I don't know. And yeah. the other thing, too, you know, I also kind of touched on this last time, but it's got a four liter, but it's only making 415 horses. You know, it should be making 500. At least. You know, at least, you know, if we're talking about numbers, if you can do a 4.0, you got to pump up the, the power. And so yeah. I feel like it's falling yeah. a little flat there. So, but I guess that's what you get for 100 grand. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to jump into our newest segment. It's called Cars in 30. Sorry, 60 seconds or less. No. And uh, for our so, very first segment, we're going to be talking about turbochargers. Ty is going to be talking about turbochargers. He's going to tell you everything you need to know, how it works, what it's used for, when it was made, blah, 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 blah. Okay, everything. He has 60 seconds to tell you about <laughs> turbochargers. And if he doesn't do it in time, then we're all taking shots. And I know it's the middle of the day, but hey, so we got to do hard work. So Ty, you got five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna count you down in three, two, one. A turbocharger, colloquially, co co <laughs> come on, man. Known as a turbo, is a turbine-driven force induction device that increases an internal combustion's internal combustion in engine's efficiency <laughs> and power output by forcing extra. Use your finger. Extra compressed air into the combustion <laughs> chamber. <she> this improvement <laughs> over naturally aspirated engine's power output is due to the fact that the compressor can force more air and proportionally more fuel into the combustion chamber in the atmospheric pressure. And for that matter, ram air intakes alone. You have 30 seconds. Turbochargers were, <laughs> turbochargers were originally known as the as turbo superchargers when all force induction devices were classified as superchargers. Today, the term supercharger is typically applied only to mechanically driven force induction devices. A key difference between a turbocharger and a conventional supercharger is that the supercharger is mechanically driven by the engine. Often, though, a belt connected to the crankshaft, whereas a turbocharger is, <laughs> is powered by a turbine Oh, oh, I, I said exhaust gas. That was the last sentence. Two paragraphs out of the six you needed to read. <laughs> oh, this thing is like size four font. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, we're definitely going to have to um, improve on your reading skills over the time. But in the meantime, let's take these shots. All right, here we go. We're taking uh, tequila shots. So, oh, cheers, cheers, guys. Boys. Right. Cheers. Better Damn. luck next week. Oh, ah. That's rough. Yeah. But no pretty lie. good. I mean, I hope you guys learned about uh, turbocharge, supercharge, wastegates, all that crap. And uh, so I didn't know that turbos were also known as superchargers. That's, that's a cool yeah. fact. Yeah. So they were all superchargers, and they realized that they weren't all Chinese. I mean, they weren't all superchargers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because typically, it's uh, mechanically driven force induction devices. <laughs> very well spoken. <laughs> very good. Very good. So. Uh, up next, we have some automotive bashing to do. Let's talk about this Lexus LC. I mean, I haven't really seen much of them. It was a 28-year model car. It came out at an MSRP of 92000 Pretty expensive. And um, looks like they only sold 1,900 cars last year. That's pretty bad for a production Lexus. I mean, they're getting their ass kicked. What do you guys think? Well, I think, like, this car kind of flew under the radar. I mean, there wasn't a lot of hype or marketing behind it. I mean, I saw... 
I saw it at shows and I think maybe they briefly showed it on some commercials or something, but there was no real talk about it. And especially at that price point, which we were kind of going back to the LFA, you priced it so high. There's so many cars you could get for $92,000, dude. So this is the LC 500. This, that futuristic, yeah, it's long looking, like, looking uh, car. I feel like this is supposed to kind of, I feel like this could be a better representation of what the Supra could have been versus the one that's currently out. But I feel like, you know, if you look at it, it kind of looks like a, you know, beefed up coupe. Is it $92,000 worth of Lexus? Though? That's a lot for a Japanese car. I mean, I think it looks cool. It looks great. But no way, 92000 Absolutely not. Yeah, that's like sixty-five. Yeah. Um, but what kind of engine does it have in there? Well, let's There's look. two. Let me, uh, let me look it it's up. It's a 500, right? There's so one that, there, there, there was one that's a hybrid. A hybrid? I, I think, yeah. Huh. A hybrid. I remember that. I used to see one on my way to work, like right when they came out. Uh -huh. It's like a metallic <gasps> silver. Yeah, so they have a hybrid version. That one starts at $106,000. What? Just, okay. So, Is there a performance? I'd rather, get, I'd rather get a GT4. <laughs> Came in GT4. Oh, man. All right, so here are the specs. For $92,000, you get a compression ratio of 12.3 to 1. Nice. It's considered a ultra-low emissions vehicle. It has only 398 horsepower, though. Wow. For 92. When you guys are pushing 500... Oh, this is the hybrid one. That's a hybrid. No, this is the regular one, LC500. Is it V8? Uh, it is, I will, V8. Yes, it's a five liter. Oh, I'm sorry, it has 471 horsepower. 471, okay. That's so, a big difference. Yeah. yeah uh, almost five. You can zero just get an M4. <laughs> 4.4 seconds. For cheaper. And a top speed record of, or sorry, top speed of only 168. You said zero to 60 in 4.4? Yeah, pretty quick. Not That's super quick, but pretty quick. I feel like I feel like everything you just read off for ninety two thousand is definitely a dud. I'm just I don't feel like it's maybe it's got a lot of cool electronic features in it. Maybe you let's know. look at this hybrid. It's but it's for you know it is a, a few more bells and whistles for ninety two thousand. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like all the Lexus um, you know fanboys will say if you just dropped. A two Jay Z in there, put some Charles. Yeah, <laughs> call it a day. Of course, <laughs> you know. No, bro, one J, one J. But I think the biggest problem with Lexus right now is that all of their the naming schemes are, are like the all the names, the LCRCs, GCs, whatever. I'm lost. I'm, I can't. I can't even make them out. They're the just GGs. confusing. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of the cars look kind of similar in design too much, where you're just like, oh, I didn't know there was a difference between that car and that car. You know. It's just, mm -hmm. Just, I don't know, I don't get it. And I don't really understand like what the Japanese are doing in general. Like for example, the NSX, I feel like one of my, I mean, I have so many issues with the new NSX, but one of them being is that the, the, the Acura beak that they use on the front grille, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it looks like every single production car. And if I'm buying a Halo car from a manufacturer, I want it to look like a Halo car. I don't want it to look like an MDX and an RDX and a, Whatever the hell they're making, you know, yeah. it just it needs to be separated. And so I feel like all of these cars are looking too similar right now, and I feel like the higher end cars need to have a little bit of space where they look a little bit more high end or more performance performance orientated. No, but that's I, just me. No, I completely agree. Because if you're going to spend that kind of money, 
and you obviously want that car because it's different, it's unique, and it has features that no other car doesn't share with any other car in the production line. Why not make it unique all around? Yeah. Instead of sharing stuff that's very similar to other cars in the production sure. line. Just and you're right too. And I think about the, the LC is that I don't think Lexus has ever talked about it. Like I don't see it anywhere. No. You know, just I've seen it. I've seen it live in two places. But other than that, you don't see it online. You don't see anything about it. So we talked about that. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, how do you think Lexus is doing as a company? It's, it's, they haven't really had anything cool yeah. lately. I mean, they used to have the IS and the GS and the LS, and they still have those cars, but nobody's talking about them. Nobody's buying them. I mean, they're losing market share to Mercedes, BMW. It's, yeah, you're it's right. It's looking pretty tough for these and I, yeah. I think I think it's not just Lexus. I think it's the Japanese market in general. I feel like the Japanese market has fallen behind on everything design-wise and just marketing and all of those things and they haven't kind of you know they haven't had this this whole lifestyle of like things that they did in the 90s you know yeah. they, they were getting people they were building cars just because they, they were saying hey we should just build a badass car just do it and i think everything's exactly. about yeah. you know budgeting now and figuring out like you know efficiencies and and i think that's what's a shame yeah and i feel like a, i totally agree and i feel like a part of it is also they try to conform to certain markets and like that's what we should do and it's like do you. Yeah. That's what you were doing the best. Exactly. Don't do this because you think this is going to happen or, you know, this is the way that other people are doing. We're going to follow suit. Then everybody's the same, which is why all the cars look very similar. And, and, yeah. and other car companies do the same thing, I've noticed. So it's like, do what put you on the map. It's tough, man. It's, it's tough for me to see this. I think it is for a lot of us since we came yeah. from that background. But I think for sure they're losing their footing. Obviously, the European market. I think even the domestic market is doing way better than the Japanese market is. You know, if you think about what Ford's doing lately, dude, they got so many new cool cars coming out. You know, and it's just like, what's the Japanese doing? Like, if I say name one cool car the Japanese is doing right now, what would you say? Like, what would be on the top of your head? I don't know. The Supra was kind of flopped to me. Yeah. It didn't. It wasn't super cool or anything. So. I don't know. I can't think of one car. Neither can I. <laughs> no. like I'm, like, I'm literally like... That's the entire... The, ha the hamster wheel Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. the entire Japanese market. Isn't the, didn't Subaru just come out with something special like their S209 or something? Or it's like their special edition STI or something. But nobody even knows it. Like nobody I, even I didn't even know about, about that until you mentioned it. It's That's what's crazy is that the Japanese market has just... I had a buddy of mine who worked for a Japanese manufacturer. I don't want to say who... But he was saying it's so frustrating for them to, to work for this company because nothing is getting approved. Things are getting just pushed back on, on this whole corporate ladder thing and just like there's no traction. And can you imagine you're coming out with all these great ideas and you're just like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. And I think it's showing right now. I think they're super struggling and it's, it's sad. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So that concludes <laughs> it for uh, this week's episode of Drive Lounge and a quick recap of next week's episode. We're going to be talking about. Uh, oh, it's quick. There was a thirteen million dollar supercar collection seized by the Swiss government. Um, this is right up your alley, Ty. Some uh, top shelf exotics. Oh yeah. Ferraris, P ones. Send them to my Bayron, house. The Aston Martin one, one of seven seven. Uh, the Koenigsegg, oh, one of one. Okay, I'll sell and that. And a four point five like million dollar Lamborghini. Veneno. It's got a Veneno? Roadster. What? 
Yeah. So it's like uh, stupid. Supposedly right? all these things. Oh, and a Tron <laughs> e-bike. Supposedly the Swiss government, you know, took these cars. Let's find out next episode whose cars these were, and uh, where we can find them for sale. Um, next, Mitsubishi might be planning to revive the Lancer Evo. I don't know. That's that was a pretty good run they had, and uh, they did really well. You know, they're great value right now. So we might see the eleventh generation coming back. And so lastly, Drew, this is for you. Porsche Classics are going to be releasing a 911 uh, Turbo as a Lego. So full size, well not full size, a scale model. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to the GT3. Should be pretty cool. Is that a Lego car It'll in your take garage? me 50 years to build. <laughs> Don't touch it! Dude, they got to bring that in on, like a, on, a, on a flatbed. It's like... Someone backs into your Lego and <laughs> <laughs> destroys years of hard work. Actually, that would be kind of cool because I know at last year at um, at what you call it at Monterey they had um, they had a full size Lego. The McLaren. No, the, the, the Ford. No, no, they had uh, a nine eleven. You know that uh, green one that the nine thirty. Yeah, 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 was yeah. On? They had like a life size one. Damn, Imagine one. if they were selling that. That would be kind of cool. Like in your garage, <laughs> you're just like, yeah, I can't move it, but it's yeah. And it costs more than the real thing. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine what Lego's pricing? It totally would, too. Oh, my kid took it apart last night. I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't touch daddy's car. It's Legos. Anyways, so. All right, Oops. guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, please let us know how we're doing. Obviously, this is just our second episode. We're testing a lot of things out. But let us know what you liked and didn't like about it. Be brutally honest. It's okay. We'll cry by ourselves in a corner in the dark. But, um. We'll see you guys on the next one. Cool. Peace. All right. Bye.